0: So last night, I do my usual nighttime routine. I hit the sheets early. I was like, okay, well, before I go to bed, usually. Just to tire out my mind a little bit, I'll either take some melatonin gummies or I'll just watch TikTok until I fall asleep. So I did the latter. I just went on TikTok, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I actually get a lot of those spiritual videos that are very positive. And uh, same. I get like tarot card readings and people saying that, oh, you're going to become this or this or this or you're creative or I don't know. They're just like very positive, inspirational videos where they're like, keep going You're doing great. So I'm getting like inspirational video after inspirational video and just high vibes, high frequency. They're saying things like, live your best life. You got this. Trust your intuition. All that good shit. But then this random ass video just pops up on my For You page and it's different from all the other ones. And just immediately I kind of sensed it had a very different energy about it, very different vibe. And... I was interested because this lady pops up. The things that came out of her mouth were like, warning, this video is not for everybody. We are dealing with dark energies or like whatever. And this video isn't for everybody. So basically, if you're a fucking pussy, scroll up. And I was like, okay, well, like I feel like I'm kind of interested. Like, what is what's going on? Why do I, why does she need a warning? It's on It's almost her video? like
1: untouchable. It's like, should I even watch this? It's like she's got the goods. She's got the secret.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is different from a lot of the videos on my for you page, and I, I'm I'm invested. So. Basically, I stick around for a little bit and I'm like, okay, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And she's like, this is for breaking generational curses, love potions, hexes, spiritual bondage and like shit like that. Like basically, she's like this spell or whatever is going to get rid of all of that.
1: So she's hyping up what she's about to say. And is yes. it one of those like longer TikTok videos?
0: Yeah, it's like a three minute video. Oh my gosh. And so she's like
1: really hyping up her brand. Yeah, it was like, cause you never know
0: sometimes <clears throat> because you never know sometimes like if you stick around towards the end and you actually stick through like a longer TikTok, you can actually get some beneficial information and you can actually like, oh, I didn't think about that that way or oh, that was cool. So I was like hoping for that. It's worth the wait sometimes. Yeah. And then she's like closing out her introduction and she's like, okay, everything's gonna be fine. (sighs) And when she said that, I was like, okay, now when people say that... When people say that everything's gonna be fine, it's probably not gonna be fine. When people say that, some shit's about to go down.
1: And like most TikTok videos that say warning, you know graphic content they're not always like really even like worth that warning sign i feel like and like you'll watch the video and it's like oh like whatever that wasn't a big deal like flashing lights warning or something
0: but this one this one was different so basically after she's done giving her warning and like addressing people and saying if you're not ready for this scroll up and it's like how do you know if you're not ready if you don't know what it is She's like
1: warning you for like the 10th time in a row and hasn't even begun what she's about (laughs) to say
0: yeah she stops takes a deep breath and what came out of her mouth next i just i can't i'm just going to play it for you guys <laughs> Kamu mana mana baya. Omar No Pro. baya. batani when I tell you, I shot up out of bed. I literally sheets going everywhere. My head hit the fucking ceiling. I was like, "What the fuck Did is that?" Did you I turn sque- a light on? No. I was like in bed alone, by myself, just pitch black. She's like, lights "Oh, out. I'm a
1: light worker," and it's like at this <laughs> point, it's like all I want is to turn a light on because you're
0: fucking scared of the light worker. I'm like checking under my bed. I'm like, "Is there a demon under my bed right now?" That's so fucking scary. <laughs> And maybe it's like maybe she had the best positive intentions but and everything. You can always but...
1: trust these random people online. Like That's with true the too. things they say, obviously. It's like don't trust what you see online. But that they sound so sure of themselves and you almost trust how like certain they are of the things that they're saying and like teaching you. And it's like you almost like just automatically trust what they're saying because of how intently they're just like preaching to you right now. Yeah.
0: Is that a language or is she just speaking it's like It's a
1: light language. Whatever that so It's means. not Latin
0: or anything.
1: She didn't really go into it. She just started kind of spitting in tongues.
0: Basically, I was scared and I didn't sleep for like it took me like 3 hours to get back to sleep after that cuz I was just thinking about you were just it. I was just lying
1: like, in bed guys, thinking about it. It's not as it.
0: scary like when it's like when we're watching the video and yeah, it's more funny when you're watching it out in the daytime and you like, you have your twin next to you. It's definitely
1: different when you're alone at night in bed with no lights on.
0: Oh yeah. And I'm just not used to like those types of videos and how intense they are. I'm used to like the bubbly good shit. Like that's like tarot card readings where they're like, oh my God, you're going to get good news in 24 hours or like that type of shit. It's like, I like the more, lighthearted positive and shit that's what it should be about primarily unless i don't know, I don't know it's... i'm just i don't know if i'll ever get to that point like i consider myself a pretty spiritual person but i don't know if i can get to the point where it's like we're dealing with hexes and curses and generational curses and like people like cursing you and putting spells on you and to the point where it's like i need this bitch to like i don't want to call her a bitch to the point where i need this lady on tiktok to like Break me free from, like, a curse, like, that somebody put on me. Like, I don't know. And how do you even know if somebody put a curse on you? Apparently um,
1: she's here to save the day, though.
0: Yes. She, and who knows? She might have done something. Maybe she did. I, I, I wouldn't know. But I don't know. That, I just wanted to share that because that was just something crazy that I feel like just, oh, it shook me. Oh my it god. It shook me up a little bit.
1: Do you wish that you didn't watch the video? <laughs>
0: it's content, so... I feel like... (laughs) I feel like everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that was... I think that was worth it. And not to shit on her either. Like, I don't want to be, like, this... Like, just making fun of this person online. Because I'm sure she has a legitimate... I guess, practice, maybe. I think it said she was some type of life coach or something. And I don't want to take away from her message and skew it in any way that's, like, negative. I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared oh, for yeah. it. I should have scrolled past it, but I didn't because I was curious. Encanto. We saw Encanto last night. It was really good. It? Encanto or Encanto. Encanto. Oh, okay. Latin X. Latin X over here. Um. Okay. But yeah, I liked it. If we're gonna talk about that movie, I liked it a lot. I loved it. It was beautifully animated. It had to be,
1: like, one of the best animated films I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, they're definitely... Every year, it's like the animation is getting better. Um, First five minutes felt like I was watching Dora. Not gonna lie. But after you get through the first five minutes, I was like, okay, this is actually good. Like... I liked it. It was really grounded in like family drama, which I really liked. It had music in it, which I also liked. It was like
1: fairy tale. It had like, I think like the sole like theme was like family communication or something.
0: Yeah. Like everyone
1: was all over the place just verbally and just moot. I can't say anything.
0: Yeah. No, like, you know, you're right. It was about like, I don't know family dynamics and people. It was like everybody had a certain gift and the main character apparently didn't have a gift.
1: She was screwing everything up. And
0: everyone was blaming shit on her. And then she ended up saving the day per usual. But it ended up being really good, beautiful animation, I would say. Like very, like very impressive. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, we just watched Tangled. And Tangled was I forgot, so good. I forgot how good that movie was. Until I just watched it again. Like, literally, I was, like, engrossed in the entire movie. It was movie. so good. Um, like, it was excellently paced. The music was bomb. Just, it was funny, the too. The
1: characters, yeah, it was funny. Um, The characters were very likable. I don't know. It was just great.
0: It's like, yeah, and I don't know, like, I would have to say, like, after watching Tangled, I w- I can confidently say right now that that is like the best Disney movie so far. Really? Like for me, I can't. What's what? What would beat that? I'm
1: surprised because there's like Frozen.
0: Frozen is not but as for, good as Tangled.
1: Okay, you, you. I don't know. For some reason, you don't like Frozen, and it's like it has like billions of views. The music, it's just like world famous.
0: It's Frozen. It's when like- it first came out, like the first week it came out, I can say that like it was worth the hype. But when it, yeah. it became like just everything is frozen, like everything is fucking frozen. It's you everywhere. walk into the grocery store, you're seeing freaking frozen balloons, you see Olaf's face everywhere. Yeah. You're like wiping your ass with a frozen themed napkin. It's like getting out oh of my hand. God. It's just like annoying at that point. And the music, I, I'm over the music. They did like the it, music was a bit overhyped.
1: Let it go. Okay, the music was we're really. Put, we're good. editing
0: that part out. That was fucking <laughs> scary. No, that was worse than that fucking TikTok. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I really did like Frozen, but when we saw Tangled last night, it's definitely like it's it's definitely up there.
0: For me right now, unless like there's just another Disney and there's a lot of good Disney movies, but I don't know. Like I actually thought some of the stuff in Tangled was fucking like funny. And I don't laugh at like movies, and I usually hate animated movies. They had
1: stuff in there for kind of any age family yeah. member whatever
0: and it was more like weird stuff too which i wasn't really expecting like uh-huh. from a disney movie like usually like i said i i don't like i really can't watch fucking kids movies quote kids movies i think a lot of pixar movies like they fucking sing too fucking sing sing those movies i'm sorry i haven't oh, even seen them i have not seen it but i just, but just know from it's the trailers, terrible just from the trailers it's an automatic fucking no Like, just no. I can understand like, you have little kids, take them to see Sing. As a parent, I need to get fucking wasted to be in that movie, and I don't drink. I, like, don't ever drink.
1: No, but yeah, there's definitely, like, your kids' movies that you just throw a kid in there, and they watch it, and they're fine, but, like, it's, like, grueling, almost, if you're, like, an adult, or, like, I don't know, even a teenager to watch these fucking kids' movies sometimes, but there are a handful out there. Like, we watched Tangled was, like, really good. Like, I would say the Frozen movies are pretty good. Those are like Frozen those two are kind of like was
0: ass a little bit. Okay, Frozen two. I remember liking some parts. Did like you really? there were some parts that I was like, oh, this is like actually pretty good. The whole the movie overall, I would say no, not as the probably music good as the was first.
1: kind of like ass a little. Just when you watch the first Frozen and let you listen to all the music, it's such a catalyst. I feel like for like Disney princess movies with like broadway musical-esque aesthetic yeah and then you listen to the second music you just i don't remember any of it from the second film
0: yeah yeah the second film i don't really remember i i remember liking some parts in it maybe like if i'm really really oh, really really like... bored one day i'll watch it again yeah. but
1: i thought the scene in frozen 2 where Elsa's is like trying to like run across the ocean and like freeze the water that was
0: that might be the that scene was, that was yeah I pretty cool yeah If we're talking about, like, Pixar movies and shit, one movie that I thought was very overrated was um, Soul.
1: Soul. Oh, we saw Soul.
0: It was, like, the jazz one.
1: I feel like I wasn't that fulfilled watching it. I remember seeing it, and it was kind of a cool concept.
0: I remember being, like, I I was excited to see it, because I was, like, I think that's a cool concept of, like, souls. And, like, Pixar usually does a really good job at, like, storytelling and, like, they have, like, it's pretty impressive, like, the different, like, just worlds that they create just for one movie. Mm-hmm. It's insane, and I was excited for it. I was like, oh, what are they going to do with, like, Soul? And usually they always have this, like, message that's so deep and profound, and you're just walking out of the movies, like, with a different perspective on life. I did not get that with Soul.
1: I oh, thought really? it was fucking
0: basic as hell. I thought the fucking main character was a cat for half the movie. Oh, and I was like, that's why th- it's so forgettable because the main character is a fucking cat. He was a
1: cat and then he was like someone else Wait, too. they swapped
0: bodies. They swapped bodies. They swapped with an animal. There were two souls that like swapped bodies and one of them was a cat and one of them was... They were each other in a way. Oh, okay. So there's this one girl soul and then the, the main character, the one boy soul and then they swapped bodies and I think it was supposed to be this huge comedic like fucking thing that oh. the the main guy character had like the girl's voice and that was supposed to be like you're sitting in your seat laughing your fucking ass off because oh my god it's like this like man who has like a little like high voice and it's like "Mm." that was just cheap to me yeah at that point it's like get creative yeah it's like you're the animation was again beautiful but it's like i i did not like the story i didn't really i don't remember really getting anything out of it and i remember like seeing a tiktok where somebody was trying to like say that, like, oh, soul has this, like, really, like, good, like, deep message. Just, like, be present. Or, like, something. And I was, like, no, I didn't get that. I'm I was sure like, if you, like... You shouldn't have to, like, look for it so hard. You're, like, making it your mission to interpret
1: it in a certain, like, way that, you know, makes it something that it honestly just at first glance doesn't come across as...
0: Yeah. So, basically, Stockton and I, I guess, are going through a little phase where we're just watching all of these movies on disney plus and stockton actually wanted to see like the classic like princess movies we watched sleeping beauty what did you think i didn't like it i thought the animation was good
1: i thought it was good Um, i thought the
0: story was boring as hell
1: you know i guess i'll agree with you on that you know i wasn't so enthralled by it to be honest i thought it was cool because it's a part of you know history it's one of the first disney movies made like yeah
0: yeah you that gotta give it respect, cool, but it's like I just with. And we
1: started watching Snow White,
0: and Snow White we, I couldn't get through. We couldn't
1: get I through. Couldn't it. We turned it through. off when the dwarves started singing. I'm
0: sorry, the dwarves need to like fuck off. Like I'm sorry, people are gonna like hate me and for this. I like but the, dwarves, the idea of the dwarves need to go. I. D- the dwarves need to go. They're they're boring as hell. Okay. What is their purpose? I'm sure they have this amazing purpose in the film. Dwarves and they, are they're just amazing, like, and in... they all have their own little personalities. So they look like fucking Hershey's kisses oh, walking my, around. Screen. I am so over it. I'm like grumpy, happy, nappy, whatever the fuck their names are. I'm fucking tired of them. They need the boot. I feel like they're just put into films
1: like it was so unnecessary to just be there and just kind of fill time. <laughs>
0: Literally, and they're in
1: a lot of like fairy tale like films that like, I've noticed. Like they're in the live action Snow White and the Huntsman. They're in you know obviously Snow White the animated film. They're in like the Hobbit movies too.
0: Yeah, I, I I personally can't. They don't. I don't find them funny. I don't find them interesting. I just don't find them entertaining at all. And maybe like maybe I'm a hypocrite because I haven't. I didn't finish the original Snow White movie literally the animation was so shit and I, I know it was made in like the 1930s but her face it was the main the character's first face Disney movie okay the, her face they had different was standards not even drawn beauty. correctly I could have drawn her face better than that and I know I'm hating on this movie but like I couldn't get through it that's why I don't know why it's like you go on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like the best animated movie of well, all it time was the
1: first Disney film made. I understand
0: that but it does not hold up it doesn't hold up Especially think, when the dwarves come in. I don't in.
1: think it needs to be this, you know, crazy storyline movie when it's just no, the first princess doesn't. movie that was made. You it put it on doesn't. for, like, ambiance. But
0: it needs to be interesting to me. Literally, I, okay, I find with these Disney princess movies, I find the villains to be so interesting, and they have, like, one-third of, like, the screen time. They're That's like, why in they the beginning... had
1: Maleficent live action.
0: Yeah, well, that was cool, but, like, I'm talking about, like, Snow White. It's like, I wanted to see more of the witch. I wanted to see more of the witch. And it's like, I, I, where was the fucking witch? Well, she was going to come in later, but we decided to turn it off. Because Because fucking Snow White was cleaning up after the dwarves for half an hour, and I was fucking over it. She's, like, walking. It's like fucking Goldilocks. She's, like, sweeping around and, like, oh, what? It's like, you already know what's going to happen. There's, like, 17 little beds, and it's like the dwarves are going to come in and fuck it. Like, I'm just over it. I fucking hate dwarves. Well, that that's was... not for real life. If you're short, like, I'm talking about the animated dwarves. Did you just relate a person <laughs> to a dwarf? <laughs> Stop. We're not going down this road. All I'm trying to say is, if I can't get through the movie, if I'm, like, getting bored to the point where I don't even want to finish it, it's bad because I I stick through with things. I'm usually, if I watch something, I need to watch it to the end. Yeah. I needed to turn that movie off. I was like, this is getting so fucking boring. It's like getting out of hand how boring this is getting. Yeah. And obviously, everybody else has different views of what they think is boring. Some people might be like, I grew up with that movie oh, it's and a it's classic. the best. It's a classic. And it I'm probably ti- is. We I'm tired of it. this classic bullshit. If it's Bruh. a shit movie. No, when I went to film school, I was told to watch all these classic movies. You have to watch it. The cinematography, everything about it is so classic. Boring as hell. Boring as fucking shit, these movies. Okay, some movies, like, drop dead. I would rather
1: be, like, chopping onions than watching this movie. So, like, I don't know. That analogy fucking sucked, but... uh. Yeah.
0: There was this movie... (laughs) (laughs) There was this movie called Stagecoach, and it was, like, apparently the first film where they actually implemented basic camera angles, so you had your close-up shot, your wide shot, your whatever. Literally, I couldn't watch it. It was so boring. It was so boring. And I had to like write a review on it. Not a review. I had to analyze it. And it was so boring. I ended up not watching. Like I literally ended up just flat out not watching the films that were assigned to me to watch. And I would go to class having no idea what the fuck was going on. And I remember we had to watch this one Alfred Hitchcock movie called, I don't know, it might have been Vertigo or something. And the, like I didn't have my hand raised. And the teacher calls on me to act, to like answer this question didn't have my hand raised. And I literally was able to bullshit my way. Because
1: it's art. It's subjective.
0: Yeah. It's so subjective that you could literally say, I just shot myself. And they'd be like, you know, that's a very interesting perspective. Oh, literally, I, I I was just like, and basically I took, because there was like a two minute scene that we analyze in class. But you have to watch the whole movie. But there's only this two minute scene that you have to analyze. And I... Obviously, we watched that scene in class. So basically, I applied that one scene, that one two-minute scene that we watched in class to the entire movie. And I was like, I forgot what the question was. But I remember being like, yeah, so in this movie, like, I felt like the colors really, like, jump out at you, you know? Like, because the girl was wearing, like, a green dress and it was, like, a bright red background. And I was like, and I feel like the green means, like like envious like you know like in films like it means envy and she's like her eyes are like low key widening like oh like you're like this is like low key kind of intelligent and insightful and i was like yeah and i feel like she kind of represented like this dangerous innocence i have no idea what the fuck that means but i remember saying something along the lines of this and i ended up answering her didn't watch the movie didn't (gasps) even do my homework assignment (laughs) Okay, but And I'm not trying to sound like a baddie. I just like was so fucking over this class. Cause... You learn to bullshit
1: as an artist. Yes. If you go to art school. Yes. You're you're not. Okay, sometimes I understand art is so profound, it could be spoken about for a century. Obviously, it's insane. It's art, it's just everything. But sometimes it's like obviously when you're not invested in a piece of art and you don't want to fucking talk about it, it's like The only thing you can do when someone tells you to fucking start talking about a piece of fucking blob on a canvas is bullshitting every single thing about that piece of fucking art. And you start (laughs) just you look at the art and you see a color red. You start saying red. Anger. Rage. Love. Passion. Innocence. And even if you said forbidden love innocence wouldn't even work, but the teacher would (laughs) accept it because your interpretation is your interpretation and it's subjective and it's beautiful and it's art at the end of the day. And your degree actually means nothing because literally a fucking rando from Texas can walk into your art class, answer a question, however the fuck he wants, interpret that fucking movie or that fucking painting and literally be as valid as the next student who's paying forty three thousand dollars a year
0: (laughs) no literally and that's what i love about liberal schools pretty much anything you can say is fucking valid which i love (laughs) and that's not me like i like i view myself as more liberal too but i'm just saying when it comes to the art like pretty much anything goes you
1: can never really be wrong yeah you know and i had a 20 minute long presentation. My presentation in college had to at least be 20 minutes long. And it was on a photographer, this you fine went, art photographer. You went, yeah, yeah,
0: you went for photography, yes. their photography program, right?
1: Yes, I was in a photography program for my first year of college. And here came along at least a 20 minute long presentation. And I had slides and you were not allowed to like, read off your slides.
0: You could only put like four bullet points on each slide. Four bullet points. I'm telling you right now, I would not be able to do that. And so
1: I walk up there. Of course, I have my entire photo class. And then my teacher, you know, who's this, you know, kind of profound photographer. He has a website. He's kind of well-known in the photography community. There's, like, some reputation there. And I'm going up (laughs) for a 20-minute long presentation with four bullet points on each of my fucking slides to tell you about this random-ass fine art photographer that I found on fucking (laughs) photography.com. And here goes nothing. Yeah. So I go up to present and... I had listened to a bunch of presentations. I was like one of the last people to present. And let me tell you, a lot of kids, they were like bullshitting so much, pulling words out of their ass. This girl had like a photography presentation about nature. Like it was just called nature. Bruh. And she was like, I like nature in my photography because I love trees. And I was like, girl, what is happening? Like it made me feel a little better about presenting. But at the same time, it's like, so why am I paying like 1000s of dollars a year to like, basically be doing arts and crafts and be talking about how much we like trees in our pictures. A lot of the presentations, you know, some of them were okay. But I was nervous because I was like, you know, I would never present and these people like look like they're struggling and like, it doesn't really sound like that articulate, anything that's coming out of their <laughs> mouths. And this is, you know, a very, you know, well-known photography program and I want to do well, but everyone else is kind of low-key making a fool out of themselves. And it's just like kind of embarrassing. And it's just like, everyone's kind of fucked and just wants to get it over with.
0: Yeah. And you're kind of thinking, oh shit, I'm next. I'm the next one that's going to fucking yes. fail So and I'm just yeah. spit out garbage and yeah and it's hard
1: when. yeah and it's hard when you're like one of the last people to present because it's like everyone else is done and you've just been like being so anxious about it and like you're waiting so long and you're anticipating the presentation yeah so I walk up and at this point I have I don't know. I'm not going to diagnose myself as being like anxious or like stuff like that because I really don't want to. I'm sure that.
0: everyone in that class that day oh, was I'm fucking sure. anxious.
1: But yeah, I go up to present and I tell myself, fuck it.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: I said, nothing matters. Start fucking talking. Because <laughs> I have to talk for at least 20 minutes because this is like what I want to say like 30, 40% of my grade right here. Bruh. <laughs> And like, because at that point, when you're so anxious, and you've waited and anticipated this moment for so long, and you just have so much almost negative emotion surrounding what you're about to like do and you're in front of all of your classmates. I say, fuck it, start talking, nothing else matters, we're all gonna die. I'm walking up to this computer, and I'm like, typing in like my ID or something. And like, basically, it's weird because, like, the teacher doesn't help you at all. So you're, like, plugging in your USB and, like, my PowerPoint presentation comes up. So I believe it was, I forget the photographer's name, but obviously fine art photographer. His name pops up, kind of irrelevant to me at this point. He did random ass photography, included, like, sculptures, included, like, colors, okay. all the stuff that anyone could honestly interpret however they fucking wanted as long yeah. as you're fucking talking for 20 minutes. Yeah. I put the first slide on. It's just his face with his name.
0: Bruh. And
1: I'm supposed to. Wait, are you
0: talking about the guy or just a random photographer? This random photographer
1: that I found online who is what my entire presentation is about right now. Oh, okay. And I have only like five slides to carry 20 minutes. So I have to talk about this first slide just with his fucking face on it for like five minutes. What the fuck? So I start talking because it's at this point, I have like, I just gave up everything. I'm like, okay, like (laughs) this artist, he grew up here and like, he enjoyed photography growing up. And I kind of started to make things up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You kind of, I was like starting to kind of get this technique of just Kind of picking things that I myself maybe experienced growing up with photography. (laughs) I was like, he liked photography growing up. He enjoyed taking pictures of things that were colorful and he (laughs) would take pictures of sculptures and sculptures inspired him. And then someday he decided to create sculptures and then make that a part of his photography. And do you see how I'm kind of formulating this?
0: You're kind of saying the same things over and over again until you think of something new. It's
1: reiterating and then it's kind of, oh, you think of another word and that carries into it somehow. And it's just kind of like, and honestly, I'm like, now I'm 10 (laughs) minutes in and I'm like talking up a storm and I'm on like slide number two. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I was like, I fucking like, before I presented, I was like, fuck it. Nothing else matters. You're fucking an idiot. And I kind of degraded myself so much to the point where I said, like, one word, right? I said, like, colors he loved. (laughs) And it was like, wait, that wasn't so fucking idiotically terrible. And I started to gain confidence in the fact that I wasn't so terrible as I said I was before I presented. And it's kind of like degrading yourself to the point where anything else you say or do is, like, it's better than nothing
0: yeah you set your standard for yourself and your intelligence so fucking low that you could say something that's not even insightful or intelligent at all but it's better than it not and it's but it's better than literally just like standing there being quiet awkwardly it's better
1: than nothing so you gain confidence in that believe it or not and I just kept talking and talking and I started to get fluent and I started to be invested almost in this artist who I didn't even fucking like practice this presentation for and Mm. I was like fucking like formulating this, his mom was like his biggest supporter and like saying things like pulling out family members that literally are not in the presentation or the citations. (laughs) And genuinely, I'm like talking up a storm. And like, I don't know, this was more of a surprise to me because I wasn't expecting it. And then towards the end of the presentation, I had a 23 minute long presentation. (gasps) And I finished and I was like, wow, that was that was good. And I wasn't expecting that. And For me, it was the degrading myself right before I did it saying, fuck you, fuck it. Nothing fucking matters. Yeah. Anything I said sounded great.
0: Yeah. When you degrade
1: (laughs) yourself that much. And that's what I gained confidence in. And after everyone else's presentations, everyone would clap a little bit. After my presentation, no one clapped. And it was awkward. And I was just like standing there awkwardly and I kind of shuffled back to my seat. But then out of nowhere, the professor is like, so no one's going to clap for Stockton? Stop. He said that. And then everyone starts clapping. After everyone else's presentations, people were clapping. And I I don't know what I did. Like genuinely, like there were people in there that I was friendly with. I didn't make best friends with them. My best friends were in different majors. But I liked my photo friends I guess that I wasn't as close but yeah no one was really close with each other but everyone else got like a round of applause except me and the teacher was like no one's gonna clap for Stockton and then everyone clapped but I think was I did so well on the presentation that people thought I was a try hard
0: probably when
1: I didn't even try like practicing or studying for it or anything yeah
0: and you went three minutes over so they were like probably looking at the time and like oh my god I don't want to be here I want to be doing I want to go in my room and watch anime I
1: I don't know but I just remember no one clapping for me and I don't know if they thought like I don't know it was just weird because I felt bad but I thought I did really good and because you were probably the only one that fucking rocked their fucking I don't know the presentation and guess what I got I think I got like a hundred on the presentation and it was, I just felt really good about it. Yeah. But I don't know, partly it was like, wow, you guys can't even clap for me. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to say people were jealous of me because that's kind of like, I don't ever want to say that because that's weird to say. Yeah. But it definitely felt kind of like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't have to feel weird saying that. Like, if that's the vibe but that that's it was, that's the I vibe. Got, that and it's was. like when
1: I felt singled out simply because no one was clapping when everyone else got a clap, and it yeah. was like weird. But well, it's it was that fine.
0: thing. It's that thing that I feel like when people like clapping for you and rooting for you. When I don't know, like you they'll need do it, it to almost. a certain yeah when you need it, and they feel like oh, like I'm going to give this person a clap because. They didn't do that well and whatever. But I feel like when you kind of skyrocket past their expectations a bit and now you're kind of threatening what they can't do or what they're too afraid to do, that's when the jealousy creeps in a little bit. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this.
1: It would be one thing if I actually tried though. And like. You
0: didn't, but you're good at bullshitting, like we said earlier. And we're,
1: yeah. As artists, you need to, in a way, especially for art school, you need to learn how to fucking bullshit and just fucking breathe. Degrade yourself a little bit and know that everything you say is good and gain confidence in that. Say colors are good. Say photos make
0: me happy. Say trees inspire my art. Yeah, and like literally just talk. If you're asked, You just made me thought. You just made me thought. (laughs) You just made me think if you're ever in like a presentation like that, just talk about like... If you need to ramble, like, did you ever, like, say, like, how, if there was a picture on screen of his art, did you say how this photo makes you feel? Or, oh, I don't of know, course. Go off of that. I would
1: explain, you know, I would look at the picture. The biggest thing is I would have, like, pictures on my slides to go off of. And, yeah. Obviously, it's hard when you can't read words right off. But when you're given so little to work with, like I was, just four bullet points, like, measly. But you see the picture and it's like, I started describing it. I was like, so the soft pink in the corner envelops this beautiful quietness that's yet feminine and contrasts beautifully with the harsher darkness beneath the composition. Wow. And I don't know. I just literally, I didn't even see a picture right now, but somehow I was able to bullshit not even seeing a picture, but it sounded real. And sometimes you got to do it. And that's, I think, just a life thing sometimes. And obviously, you know, you don't want to put yourself in situations where you're just bullshitting shit to bullshit shit when you could just be doing something you actually enjoy with your life. But that was during a time when I was in college and I was never in college before. So I wanted to do well. So yeah. And that's, I guess, how I managed to do so Mm -hmm. for the time that I was there. But I guess this can kind of correlate to... Life.
0: You can take whatever we just said and apply it to your life however you want. It's all up to your interpretation and everything you say and do is valid. Unless you're just a terrible person, then you're not valid. But as long as you're putting more good out than bad, you're valid. All right. Well, I feel like we've reached the end of this episode we talked about light workers disney princess films
1: the art of bullshitting
0: make sure to rate us five stars hit the bell notification for updates and if you're not following us on spotify already do that or wherever you listen to this podcast don't forget to follow us um thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week bye guys